0: Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, I'm going to do a little talking, thinking about wishes, and we'll do that right after this. All right. Now, in my neck of the woods, which means my OSR life, all that kind of stuff, the spell Wish is a ninth level spell. And which means that there are very few, if any, player characters that can cast it. I think of it more as a plot device rather than, or a reward rather than you know a a, a uh, you know a spell that players can throw. NPCs can throw it. I mean, there are high level NPCs out there, but if they get a if they want a wish and they're level, you know, they can have it. Sure. I mean, that's what it's there for, isn't it? But adjudicating wishes are always a problem in D and D because of well. I prefer... I don't mind the loopholes in what's in a wish. I think there are a lot of jerk DMs in the past who have just spoiled the effect of a wish. When I think of a player who gets a wish, they've earned it, okay? And I remember my my old ex-roommate used to say, the wish knows exactly what you want. In other words... You don't have to go you don't have to have this jerk GM going through, you know, trying to find trying to find loopholes in the whole thing. Now, if they're asking for something that's going to irrevocably affect the game, I'm still not going to be a jerk and do it. I will let them have it, but I will warn them that this may or may not do something to the campaign and you know what if they do something you think is going to handle happen that'll change the campaign you're the gm it's your campaign it's your world don't let it happen or find some other way around it or find something some benefit that comes from it or something i mean come on you're the gm you got to do you know this is your job pretty much their job is to be in the world your job is to be the world Remember, I've, I've likened it to the players are the pieces on the board, if it was a board game, and you are the board. And that goes for anything, you know, for wish, for illusions, for all this stuff. So a wish, to me, does not have to end the campaign. It doesn't have to, you know, sound the death knell of the campaign or something like that. And like I said, they de- if they get it, they should deserve it. Wishes are not handed... They are rare. They are not handed out willy-nilly. It's not like going and having somebody teach you Fireball or Magic Missile, for that matter. So, you if, if they've... Like I said, they've earned it. So, it would come after a big quest or a big earth-shattering um, thing that they did and... I've given limited wishes before. Limited wishes are handy because there's only some so much stuff you can do, and I think there are like seven. The yeah, I I don't remember what level limited wish is in D and D, but I found out that it works works just as good because that way the players know that there's some stuff that ain't gonna happen with a, with that kind of wish, you know. And God forbid if they give a magic item with wishes in it, like the Ring of Three Wishes or something like that. Hey, they're going to use it and you figure it out. I don't like players who have to basically have have to have like a summoned lawyer and a 12-page document saying exactly what they want. And the GM's sitting there trying to, uh, well, let's see what I can do. (laughs) Now, if it's a plot point, I mean, you know, there are jerk genies out there and things like that. If it's a plot point, you might want to consider trying to find a loophole or two. But I'm going to forewarn the players some way. If I have to, I'll come right out and say, you better make sure you want what you're getting. You know, you know, when you want things, make sure it's something you really want because you're going to get it. And to me, that's a good enough warning to me. Just, you know, wish wisely, basically. And I would also show in uh, somehow somehow foreshadowing this. maybe there was another another guy gave guy a wish and it totally screwed him up and you can either have that happen to an NPC where he does that to somebody or you can say, oh I know this guy, this is a real high level wizard. he will mess you up. you better if he gives you a wish, beware that kind of thing. And if, if push comes to shove, I'll tell him myself. I'll tell him out of game myself as a GM. Look, this guy is going to try and mess you up. So you know, caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware. And if, like I said, if it's a plot point and it messes you up, that's the adventure to get back to where you get the status back to where it was. You know, if if something happens where you get teleported a thousand miles, all you all of you get teleported a thousand miles away, well, you got to work at getting back. You know that kind of thing. But on the whole, I think wishes should be. I mean, it's right. it's whatever it, what it says on the tin. It's a wish. You know, I wish, blah blah blah. I keep thinking of like you know, Honor Among Thieves, the movie, where, you know, they have the five the five questions to speak with Dan, and they keep screwing it up. They keep using up the wishes before they get their info. And so, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's not, to me, I just, maybe it's me being a player for too many years. I think that's one of my weaknesses as a GM. The fact that I played so much and I empathize em, em, empathize with the players I mean, that's good a lot of times that's good because you want to be able to empathize with characters and root for them to succeed but they've got to succeed at their own, with their own grit, with their own merit so you know, sometimes I feel like I'm a little too easy on them and I try not to be, you know, because everybody likes a good challenge but very few people like an impossible challenge i try to make everything i do when i'm GMing plausible as i've told you before i'm not interested in impossible i'm interested in plausible because i want them to succeed so if they get a wish and they say i want my hair to turn purple what? turn it <laughs> boom your hair t- your hair is purple um i remember the limiter wish i gave out one time was uh, they said they wanted they all wanted protection from normal missiles and the king or whoever it was because he had a throne of wishes he granted it it was a limited wish and they said okay you guys now have protection from normal missiles which is funny because i was a player in that game too but i was running the game at the time I was, I was behind the screen at this time, so the whole party got protection from normal missiles except my character because I wasn't there. So, you know, I just, I just rolled with it. Anyway, so that's my, that's my look on Wishes. That's my view on Wishes. I want to hear from you guys. I want to th- see what you guys think of because I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you two can help support this program. I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Or my PayPal tip chart, paypal.me paypalmecom Grognard. I knew I'd get it. Anyway, let me thank. Let, let me thank. Let me these people who do give to me monthly: Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soros, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you, guys. The the show's better for it. Thank you. Uh, other other good podcasts. Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps podcast. Daniel Norton's Bandits Key podcast. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com next time when Radio Groffnar Key Size is on the air.